0: Okay, listen, as Denny said, like, we like to do a little bit different stuff here, just in this spot. So this one's like a bit faster, and for any of you uh, maniacs in the audience who want a pongo... Yeah. that one. Pleasure! <laughs> Pleasure alright. Okay, for a little pleasurable pongo in, here we have a song here which is off our last LP, and this one's called Dawn.
1: welcome to I've Got a Beatles podcast with Dave and Chris and we're going back to punk era days with Paul there. Uh, I was catching my breath from Pongo in. I know (laughs) 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 you were spinning it on there pretty hard I saw
2: (laughs) yeah yeah
1: so that, that that of course was from well actually Wings's last real set of gigs, and that's going to be our subject of today's episode uh, in our classic gigs series. So we're going to look at Wings Tour 1979 with a specific look at the Glasgow gigs in December of 1979, and it's a a period of Wings that I think sometimes gets overlooked, probably because, well, for a lot of reasons, but it gets overlooked because it was a short-lived group. They didn't make a lot of albums. And also they were cut short because of, well, we know why Paul's drug bust in Japan and actually only a month after these gigs were recorded. So kind of a, I don't know, do you think it's kind of a transitional group from, from Paul with wings to Paul, the solo guy in the eighties or how do you, what's, what's been your opinion of this group?
3: Well, that has been my opinion in the past of this group and quite frankly it, 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 historically i haven't uh listened to a lot of back to the egg <laughs> right uh, i did get it on vinyl last year i i just want to mention hey we're doing some egg everybody <laughs> You excited, you know, just about uh,
1: I can't think of another topic that has gotten more people <laughs> clamoring for us to yeah. do an episode about is then back to the egg. So here we are. it's a little here we little are. bit of here egg. We are.
3: yeah, it's a little half egg half egg, yeah, we we'll give you the full it's like a scrambled egg. And yeah. we'll give you the full omelet uh, whenever that set comes out, if we ever get a I think we're gonna get an archive collection set of back to the egg. Uh, unfortunately for some, I don't think that's the next one to come out, but egg, you know, uh, uh, I haven't listened to a lot and this tour was so short lived, you know, it was, it ran from November 23rd, 1979 to these gigs, which were December 16th and 17th of 1979 at the Apollo in Glasgow. And then they played one more, uh, gig, which was the, uh, concert for Campuchia, (laughs) Uh, in London, which was kind of a half gig and had a, a whole bunch of other, had the whole rock orchestra. Yes, yeah, with Zeppelin <laughs> members so, and uh, yeah. uh, the Who,
1: and yeah, all sorts of people. Uh,
3: so, and then you know they were going to play in Japan, but that got cut short. And after that, it just went downhill. And and shortly, you know, the, the band fell apart for various reasons. Someday, maybe we'll get a a full. Why did Wings break up? Episode, but don't want to belabor that point. I think uh, uh, maybe Denny Lane had a little more to do with it than some people think. Yeah, so I had always thought of them kind of as a transitional group, but listening to this gig, sure, don't sound like a transitional group. They might, they might even be, I don't know, maybe best or second best uh, in the in the top tier of the Wings uh, iterations, really.
1: Yeah, uh, it, part of it's because we had some personnel changes. So after London Town, uh, which was basically a trio of uh, back to the the uh, Band on the Run group of Denny, Paul, and Linda with some other ex-Wings members playing on a couple of the tracks, they added Lawrence Juber, young guitar player, and Steve Holly, young drummer. And uh, I remember reading somewhere that Lawrence Juber barely knew any of... Wings. Like he knew Beatles stuff, but he is like, he had to do a crash course on wings. (laughs) And I think that was probably good because it, and Steve Holly, they gave a fresh kind of sound with a younger approach. uh, And you can really tell that. I mean, Lawrence Juber is a fantastic guitar player. He gets, especially on that song we just heard at the beginning with Spin It On, he's all over the place playing really fast and a real, like, meaty, beefy sound, uh, which is different.
3: Yeah. So, and then and I, I also wanted to mention they they also uh, had a brass section again. Yeah. They had had that in a previous tour, and uh, Howie Casey led that. Bra- they played these gigs. Uh, so I don't know about what twenty gigs. Hmm. And uh, it seems from my research like they played the exact same set list on every one. Yeah. Twenty two songs, but it's a it's an eclectic set list, Dave. It's, yeah. it's Really interesting.
1: Yeah, and that that's something. I mean, we've talked before since we've seen Paul how now when you see McCartney shows, it's almost I don't want to I don't know eighty percent Beatles probably. Uh, oh yeah. It's very heavy on that end of it. And then we talked in our Red Rose Speedway Wildlife episode how some of the live tracks remember eighteen eighty two, like yeah. so they were playing some of these kind of out there tunes when they were just starting out. So by this point. We're getting a couple more Beatles songs or different ones than we've had before. Uh, we have some solo stuff. We have uh, some, uh, a couple of old covers of tunes that uh, you are know, one of your favorites. I know you like those old rock and rollers. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to that. And then uh, some <laughs> early solo stuff from Paul as yeah. well as some really contemporary stuff, including a song that had not been recorded or released That that's very yeah. famous. So uh, it, right. it really is a, a mixture of things, which, to me, listening to the album or listening to the the gig made it sound pretty fresh. Uh, it sounded oh, very yeah. unexpected.
3: Yeah. Uh, with this uh, gig, too, being at the end of the tour, I think uh, you'll get a really tight, playing of the songs and mixed with a loose energy and a fun energy which we'll we'll play a couple of the we played the intro there to uh spin it on we'll play a couple more of the intros to these <laughs> uh uh just so you can get a sense of one i always like to laugh at uh, paul being uh, silly, yeah, introducing things, but he's particularly silly uh, this gig, and uh, li- you know Linda talks a little, and all of them talk a yeah. little bit, yeah, like, at some point. There's a little, uh, Denny Lane talks a couple times right off the bat, uh, so um, yeah. So uh, where do we want to start here, Dave?
1: Well, that's actually a good place to begin because uh, we're well, we're gonna give you Egg because you guys wanted Egg. We're gonna start with the Egg tunes, and on this particular set we've got Getting Closer, which we're going to hear in a second. We have Again and Again and Again, which is a Denny tune. And then we have Old Siam Sir and Spin It On. Oh, and Arrow Through Me, which is a song that you and I both liked from our discussion of Pure McCartney, I believe.
3: Yeah, uh, that, was, that was included on Pure McCartney, I, and I gave it a big thumbs up. Yeah, when I, And I, I that song had really kind of slipped past me, and I yeah. I uh uh yeah, I really like that one and a, a good performance here, but we're, we're going to play a couple of them here. Let's mm-hmm. start with playing uh getting closer like you mentioned and we'll talk about that one.
0: Evening let's go.
2: Say you go.
1: Well, Getting Closer, it was a a hit for Paul, hit number 20, and a a pretty good song altogether, apart from the cringeworthy opening lyric (laughs) uh, that includes... Do do you call your loved one a salamander? Oh, yeah, all the time. (laughs) Is that your term of affection for... (laughs) i mean
3: that's yeah i mean pretty Uh, very bizarre yeah it's it's one of the more bizarre phrases used in a in a mccartney yeah uh, song that's for sure (laughs) yeah but a good song
1: i mean it it, they open we'll we'll talk about it when we talk about the beatles songs on here but the, the show opens with gotta get you into my life with the horns and then it's followed up by this new one by getting closer right away that's a it's a pretty good one-two punch i think
3: uh yeah i i've always liked getting clam I mean, despite salamander in yeah. fact I, I like you know <laughs> even the ridiculous like the bad like oh a koala bear right yeah yeah it's great it's on my it's on my old favorites playlist mm-hmm. it pops up all the time because i like it even though it's it's crazy and really dumb, so he can use the word salamander all he wants, and I'll laugh at that. But it's actually a good tune. It and is very uh, catchy and one of the better Egg songs. Yeah, I feel like
1: definitely, definitely. So. So the other uh, uh, egg songs, as we mentioned, is uh, again and again and again by Denny, uh, and then Arrow threw me. Do you,
3: what do you think oh. of that one? You play it, uh, you play it again and again and again <laughs> and again, Dave. I play it almost never, almost never, almost never,
1: mm. uh, even though it's okay. It's uh, it's uh, folky. It's a little little Elvis Costello like. I saw somebody describe it as, and. Uh, yeah. Uh, Denny's songs are hit or miss with me. I know there's another one we'll get to on this gig soon, good. but uh, they're okay. They're okay. What uh, about
3: uh, Spin It On, which we heard uh, right at the beginning of the episode, Dave?
1: Well, so it's Paul trying to be punk or trying to be hip and contemporary. He's, yeah. he's kind of sampling, you know, Good Night Tonight, he's sampling disco, and in this one he's sampling punk. Uh, as I mentioned, it's a good show-off for Lawrence Juber, but Pretty thin gruel, otherwise. Yeah, I don't love it.
3: I, yeah. I, it, it reminds me a lot of Angry, which <laughs> I, I very much dislike. Angry, but I, it kind of reminds me of uh, of that of him sort of trying something and not succeeding. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so. Yeah, just kind of unusual. Something he did once and really didn't do again. Uh, but I, I feel like it. I feel like it pairs well with. Another song we're going to play here, Old Siam, Sir. For some reason, I think it's a good one, two, or good connection. So let's hear a yeah. little of...
3: Oh, yeah, of course I do. All let's right. hear a little of the intro, too. Of, you know, particularly uh, this one uh, has a lot of silliness here. So let's hear a little of the intro here.
0: <laughs> all right. Thank you, hey. Oh, this next song... We're single for us, Jimmy. this <laughs> year. Anyway, this one's called Old Fiamfer.
1: So Chris, what do you think of old
3: Siam sir? Uh it's alright. I'd put it if I you know, I was thinking the other day if you like listed one to however many songs are in the McCartney ouvre, old Siam sir might be like right in the middle or just below the middle. Yeah. You no, know, it's yeah. not like there's nothing terrible about it. No. I, I, it's just, like, not... It doesn't excite me.
1: It starts out pretty cool. I like the... It's got some pretty good riffs, but it feels like it never hits that peak. It kind of yeah, just doesn't... It's, it's searching.
3: And really, to me, the the Asian sort of sounding... <laughs> de- 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 makes it feel just slightly gimmicky. It's. I don't hate it, though. I... I, I if it's on I don't I don't skip it no It's not no. a skipper but uh no. good to hear it here though like I said any of the uh, you know I, I said recently uh when we played uh the uh McCartney live album then the amoeba gig yeah we got all those students from memory almost full that it's great to have a record of these so like him playing some of these songs live yeah so it's it's fantastic that we have these uh egg songs
1: yeah definitely. And so in, li- in live form because right.
3: it's not like he's going to whip out <laughs> you know, old Siamese any anytime soon.
1: No, no. I don't think we'd want to hear that either. Uh, <laughs> so you've got that that's group A we're going to call. So mm-hmm. a pretty good chunk of new tunes. Then we also have some other recent tunes that we or from albums right around this period or singles. So the immediate album right before this was London Town, so we get. I've had enough from that yeah. one. We
3: have. I've I, I've yeah. kind of had enough of hearing that song personally. It's, after after a couple of weeks of <laughs> <laughs> listening to it, bit yeah. of a skipper. Yeah, you know what was refreshing to uh, here though was uh, a certain uh, Denny Lane tune from Band on the Run did.
1: Like one that just you forget about when you listen to Band on the Run because there's so many hits and so many great tunes. But yeah, the song No Words, which was a co-composition by Lane McCartney. So
3: yeah, how, how did that yeah. one turn out for you? Um, yeah, I like it. I like it here. And Denny is like, this is the first song the two of us wrote together, and it really, it really kind of makes it feel like a, a Wings concert. Yeah, you know yeah. when they play songs like this. So uh, I I liked its inclusion here. We also got, of course, you get Band on the Run to end the concert. Of course, you get that. Yeah. And then uh, what was the big, uh, the huge hit of the, you know, on this tour, of course, is a a UK tour only, (laughs) and uh, the the massive, uh, uh, colossal hit. Of Moll of Kintyre playing. yeah, that yeah, that was a huge hit,
1: and I'm sure you know you can hear the crowd reaction. it goes over very well. And another song we should say that was contemporary at the time was so when was this gig well, from it was Christmas time. so everybody's favorite Christmas song, Wonderful Christmas time, also gets a spin here too.
3: Yeah, I I never uh, uh, knew that they had played it live and yeah. played it throughout the the tour. Uh, so it's good. Of course, uh, Paul calls it Crizzy. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting get you ready for Crizzy, right? Right. Uh, uh, but uh. I think that the uh, big hit too, and uh, Paul uh, introduces this this huge hit of the day by uh, uh, introducing the new band member that uh, pl- helped him play this hit. And that is Good Night Tonight. So let's hear a little Good Night Tonight.
0: For those of you can see here, how are you doing up in the ashtrays up there, all right? Okay. For those of you can see, this little friend here who's come on stage is, uh, his little robot friend of ours here, we call it, his name's Robbo. All right? And, uh, What he does like is he keeps the time during the next song we do, you know, he keeps the rhythm. And he's he's one of these computer jobs, you know, you've got to be very careful with them, you know what I mean? So uh, I'm just going to give him a little bit of delicate tuning, you know, just very fine tuning these jobs are. Just a minute, delicate tuning.
1: Yeah, how was that, that song not a big like a number one? I mean, it's. That's I guess it's the song. timing. I don't know. Maybe when it was written or when it came out. Uh, but it is it is a great song and sounds good live. Uh, they they like you said they do seem to have a looseness. I mean, the band's tight, of course, but they seem to yeah. be like, very polished and energetic and 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 the crowds into it too. So it, it's like a very yeah. good combination.
3: Definitely. So. Definitely having fun. Yeah, definitely having fun. Uh, they also played uh, several songs from McCartney, Dave. Yeah, and and these songs all were included in the McCartney uh, archive collection, it, and they were maybe I'm amazed. Every night and hot as sun. Now hot as sun. Very strange selection. Yeah, to instrumental. Include. Mm -hmm. An instrumental, I'm not sure you'd usually do an instrumental. So I thought we'd take a little listen to Hot Ass Sun.
1: sounds very peppy and energetic. Uh McCartney if if you watch the videos of this or look at the pictures from this time he's playing a weird bass, one that he only I believe it was a one off just for this tour or for these these this particular time period, but it was a Yamaha five-string bass. And yeah, it's, huh. it's it looks kind of funky in the video. Uh but uh this is kind of a nice change. It's in between Let It Be and Spin It On
3: on the yeah. the gig. So uh, well, sounds that, good and spinning on back to back really shows off uh juber yeah. and uh, uh holly and yeah. and uh you know they both sound fantastic on it so. definitely definitely well of course uh, one other song got a, a, an official release dave uh, you remember this one this is a brand new song who plays a new song on tour Paul McCartney. When was the last time uh, he played a new song on tour? It might b- have been this. I might,
1: <laughs> yeah, at least a, t- a song that had not been commercially released by that point. Yeah, I, he's not a not not somebody who will say, uh, "Hey, I'm going to surprise you with some new songs." No beetle would do. Uh they just no. they didn't do anything like that. Take a chance and play something completely new. But he does hear I'd
3: be worried if Ringo was gonna play this well. <laughs> song. I'd be like, oh no. <laughs>
1: no. I don't you I don't think you have to worry about that. But but here he does. McCartney does play uh the song that actually this is the version that has is probably the best known in the Uh, I think the preferred version by many, the uh, live version of coming up.
3: in the in the pantheon of Paul <laughs> Histriotics. I like this. It's uh one of the best. Absolutely. I was yeah. like, he goes, you got it <laughs> I don't know what he's talking to you there. I don't know. <laughs> probably the other guys in the band because they're like learning the song. Yeah. Oh yeah. you got
1: it. Sounds but, good. Sounds good.
3: Yeah, I mean it's obviously the reason that this gig stands out. Yeah. Uh, uh is because they captured this really blistering kind of like awesome version of coming up yeah i like the other version too i'm a i'm a big fan of, particularly of the video
1: oh yeah the video for, is uh, awesome yeah
3: for the uh electronic mccartney 2 yes. solo version of coming up but yeah. uh but uh it's good that we got this uh version as well
1: yeah so you got it so it's again a pretty good mixture of solo tunes uh you've got the uh recent tunes some singles uh well let's cover why don't we cover the the strays and then we'll finish with the Beatles songs here if you want sure, to Sure sure yeah so there's still a couple ones that are on this list here so uh you're i know your one of your favorite songs of all time uh, is 20 flight rock right Ugh.
3: <laughs> I always uh, I when, when these guys play uh I just don't like I'm not a big fan of old I mean I'm a fan of of oldies. Yeah, the originals. It, the originals.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: But I don't need I don't need to show up to a Paul McCartney. You know what? I might need to use a restroom during a Paul McGarhty. <laughs> 20 Flight Rock is a perfect time to hit the hit the head and grab a beer on the way back. <laughs> grab, a, <laughs> grab a beer on the way back. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz I'm not I'm just not a fan of that. I, you know, maybe I'm in the minority there, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, uh don't love 20 Flight Rock being played. And I have always loved uh Go Now.
1: Mhm. Another Denny Lane composition.
3: Denny Lane and Danny Lane uh, did it on I think all uh, pretty much all of their tours.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was his uh, standard, his standard song in uh, the Wings Over America
3: albums and tours. Yeah, that's right. He was a member of the Moody Blues originally. A Moody Blues song, big hit for the Moody Blues. Go now, definitely thumbs up on on that. I'm I'm glad that they do it. Yeah, yeah. So it was also done on the Tin Machine tour. Oh, sung by one of the Gabriel's brothers, or not not Reeves Gabrels. It was sung by a. Uh, tony sales hunt and tony sales oh. two members of david bowie's band tin machine wow we're recording this on david bowie's uh what would, would have been his 73rd birthday oh wow well shout out to david bowie yeah. for that. shout out yeah. to david bowie <laughs> cool uh but anyway so oh and then one other one other dude will go out with this one yes <laughs> uh at the end of the episode of course you gotta give one to lind and uh what does she play, Dave? She plays. Uh...
1: Well, you know, since we didn't we didn't discuss Wild Prairie last year, when in its remastered, remixed form, uh, this song I believe was on that, and that's uh, Cook of the House, which was fresh off the 1976 album Wings at the Speed of Sound. You're uh, you like how she describes all the different foods she's making? Oh uh, yeah! Oh and yeah! The, the pan sizzling and uh, all that. <laughs> Stuff. Cornbread. You know, I'm
3: a a cook. I just got a a bunch of uh, new pots and pans for uh, Christmas. Hey, you should try some of I'm sorry. For Chrissy. For Chrissy. (laughs) Yes, yes.
1: You should try some of Linda's recipes while you're listening to Cook of the
3: House. I saw, Dave, I saw a Linda McCartney cookbook.
1: Yeah, there
3: are a couple. In the uh, record store the other day, and I almost bought it, but Mm. I, you know. Sometimes you're at the record store, and you, you're just there to browse, and you, you don't want to carry stuff around all
1: day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be there next time you go. <laughs> so,
3: what? No, that's... No, that's, no. I'm sure that blew off the shelf. <laughs> right. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, it's a kind of an interesting pairing or you know, match of different tunes here, so you little something for everybody, including... Some Beatles songs, so not yeah. not that many, because Paul was still dipping his toe back into the Beatle waters. Because remember, they were all still alive, and they were they were still
3: there. And uh, you play too many Beatles songs, and they start yeah. to be like, be like, uh, uh, what's what's going on? You, you exactly you need to get back with the Beatles, right? So, well, it's significant because this is probably the last gig, gig ever really, that he would play this few Beatles songs. Yeah, yeah. Don't you think? I think so. Because we, we, uh, he, and, and this shocked me. He told me this a uh, uh, couple days ago, but this is the, f- he did not play another gig until 1989. Yeah, is that's that right. true. Is that true? Yeah. at least
1: didn't tour. Didn't tour,
3: that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he played it live, Live Aid, yeah, and stuff like that, so. but didn't tour, Again until 1989. So that's ten, ten years, years mm-hmm. without touring, and when he would come back to tour, it was a, l- uh, a little bit off the the uh Flowers in the Dirt album, and then the rest of it was Beatles. Pretty yeah, much. yeah, and then a couple of
1: smattering of Wings hits like Band on the Run and Maybe I'm Amazed, same ones he does now. Yeah, uh, but it, yeah, it really, had turned, and I think that's you know a lot. It could be a lot of reasons, but. In those ten years, you lost John, uh, the Beatles. There was nostalgia for Beatles music coming back. Uh, they, yeah. they were like Ringo was sort of out of it. George had just come back, and was making beetle-y music. So the Beatles were kind of in the air at the time. So I think he, he was smart and knew his audience. But the contrast between listening to our tour today of the glasgow gig versus tripping the light fantastic is oh yeah very, night a, and day yeah yeah
3: yeah good but night so, and day yeah oh for for sure yeah or and, and even less so on uh tripping the light fantastic highlights oh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Why haven't they remastered that one? I know you've been waiting for it. <laughs> yeah. I want it both in the original <laughs> form and the highlights. Too. That's right. Yeah. This three highlights. Highlights, it's Yeah. It's like when he has a, a DVD and a Blu-ray on, on yeah. the same package. Or, yeah. uh, Pink Floyd's doing that all the time. It's like, yeah. come on, guys. What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> anyway. useless. So uh, what uh, Beatles songs does Paul and Wings play on this uh, gig? Well, they start the show with "Got to Get You Into My Life." I don't love this version of of this. This is not my preferred "Got to Get You Into My Life," and it's something about the ho- it. I don't know if they were playing. They have a horn section there, yeah, but it sounds like they're playing the horns on the keyboard or something, yeah. Or maybe yeah. they're doubling it on the keyboard. It's I. It just this tinny to my ear.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> weird and they're not it's not even playing the actual introduction of the tune. There's sort of like a horn intro and then they kick into the beginning of the tune, so it kind of is a strange starter. But it is a good apart from that, it's a good opener cuz it gets you gets your attention. I can see the lights flicking on and uh, it works well when you yeah. hear the boom ba da dum ba da. So Yeah. Yeah, it's a sure. good good sure. choice. And then uh, we have uh, an unusual choice, which I thought we would listen to. Uh, okay. We've got uh, so he goes quite a while without any Beatles songs, and then plays "The Fool on the Hill" from Magical Mystery Tour.
0: Okay, I'll tell you what. Just before we go any further, yeah, all right, yeah. Just before we go any further, here, I just want to hear everyone in the audience go. Whoa! Thank you, just check in, huh? Just check in, just... Right, Tom?
3: great Dave yeah I really like that version of Fool on the Hill I, I uh yeah I guess this would be first time performed uh for, yeah. Live, right
1: yeah as far as I know it was and yeah. we could uh, just on the whole gig he, he sounds great like his voice is just like he could do anything it's like rubber I mean he can just stretch oh, yeah. it any
3: which way he sounds great on everything including and, oh, Including all the Egg songs. You yeah. Were, you were, you were, we were talking off the air about uh, his voice sounding really great on Egg. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> he's he's so, really on it. And it works yeah.
1: well for the rest of the Beatle tunes on here, too. So he follows up uh, Fool on the Hill with Let It Be. So, mm-hmm. that's of course, that's a standard. Uh, and yeah. then the only other Beatles song on here is Yesterday, which are, is kind of an obvious choice. So uh, it's kind of a... a
3: I just wanted to mention Dave, yeah. Let it be plays you're at the concert. Let it play be as song eleven. <laughs> yeah. And then you get hot as sun and some <laughs> instrumental and then spin it on and then toy fight rock. And then you come back, maybe catch arrow through me. And then and then and then you're you're into the coming ups and the good night tonights. It's yeah. just like uh you would never see that today today no, in, no. In set.
1: <laughs> no, I guess at that time, yeah. Let It Be wasn't the lighter holding up a lighter song
3: like it is now. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, But of course, Yesterday was always the... And I think at the time, probably Yesterday was his considered... I mean, maybe it still is, but I, I, I think it's lessened that Yesterday is like the greatest yeah. Beatles song. But at one time... It was not just considered the greatest Beatles song, but the greatest song.
1: Right. Most it, recorded, everything, yeah.
3: Yeah. I think that that has waned over the years. I don't mm-hmm. know how you feel about it. Uh, yeah. But, but here it's like, oh, yeah, yesterday, yeah, we finally we got it. Yeah. You know, towards the end of the uh, show. And then they go out with Moe of Kintyre and Band on the Run, which is, like, excellent.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
3: it's a way to wrap up the
1: show. <laughs> so, how do you rate the set list overall? In terms, I and mean, we've kind of touched on it a little bit, but uh, in terms of its diversity and interest,
3: and I like it. I wish more of his set lists were more diverse and had some weirder stuff in there. Yeah, and I wish he would at least play every every. So we got when um, um, the most recent album came out, Egypt Station. Egypt Station. We got that concert that was a weird concert in a station. <laughs> yes, right? Grand Central. Yeah. Grand Central. And then he played a bunch of his hits, his normal gigs, and he played maybe three or four tunes off of the... It's like play a, you're playing a special show, mm-hmm. play a special show, play all the new album. Yeah, play Or play a weird... I wish he'd play like a, maybe a... Oh, it's a special small venue show for... Super diehard fans, and he'd play like a weird setlist like, mm-hmm. with, but you know, maybe "Arrow Through Me." Yeah, since he <laughs> seems to like it a lot, since he's talked yeah. about it. Exactly. So yeah. you know, I I I'd, I'd, uh, I I wish he. So I I love this set list, because you've got quirky stuff. You've got some something for Linda. You got a couple things for for Denny. You know, yeah. three things for Denny. So. Yeah. Uh, it's nice it's a good set list a uh, very very good and I I tell you Dave man oh man I wish they would release this yeah we've got three of the, four of the songs have officially been released as parts of the background of the um, set yeah. maybe we will get a, a full uh set when this when uh when the London town and and back to the egg uh, sets come up That's- I just hope they don't Put it in
1: that. Uh, oh, it's going to be the it's the limited edition one for four hundred dollars or something that, that you, we couldn't get. That we that couldn't get. The, we never got it. Had to
3: get yeah. the gigs for
1: 72 to 73 Yeah, we still don't don't know what it sounds like or we don't have it. So yeah, yeah, I know it's the but that this does seem like an obvious choice with the Back to the Egg set, especially uh, since yeah. it's really the time you got to hear those tunes. So. We'll see. I think it'd be a good, good one, and it, yeah. I, I,
3: it really made. Yeah. Well, and the, and the sound quality, even on the uh, uh, bootleg, which, by the way, the bootleg named "Last Flight." If you're looking yeah. for this around, it's called "Last Flight." Of course, it's the last wings <laughs> set,
1: so
2: mm-hmm.
3: full set at least. So yeah.
1: So overall rating, I think I feel like this is a real positive for both of us and oh yeah yeah oh. and uh i think it it sheds new light on that period uh so we may not rave about the album back to the egg but i can say when you hear the songs from that album and in, in this context they sound pretty good and they uh, fit well yeah. together
3: it is a kind of a big what if uh, to me, though, if he didn't get arrested, if they don't break if they put go, they go on tour of the U.S. and it's a big smash tour, and then they make another album with this group, I, I wonder how that it would be different because there are existing uh, kind of some rehearsals for songs that would end up on tug of war right right with with, the wings yeah yeah with wings and then you know at some point i guess juber and holly were kind of unceremoniously kind (laughs) of like don't show up anymore
1: yeah yeah uh,
3: which is kind of sad but uh also you know especially they they had to be like super excited to join wings and then yeah you know the chance it's of a, a lifetime, yeah. It to be sort of so short lived, you know. Yeah. Kind of a bummer for those guys, but you know they've they've we've seen them at around at fest for Beatles fanses. Yes, yeah, and, <laughs> and things like that, and they've uh, still recording, still mm-hmm. playing music. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, very interesting. So
1: we'll uh, maybe later in another part of this series of classic gigs we'll look at the companion the concert for campuchia that you mentioned or maybe maybe we could do like paul and benefits so we could throw in live aid that's a great
3: idea and kind of anything he's
1: done for yeah like the concert for new york city after 9-11 and let's let's do that yeah we could do a, a kind of a Ben, paul is benefit artist at some point and and it kind of started with the concert for Campo, concert for campuchia which had some of the songs from this period on it so
3: yeah yeah for sure yeah for sure
1: well should well, we go out with the, your favorite uh, song aforementioned cook of the house
3: <laughs> yeah and I, I definitely want to play the uh, linda uh, intro <laughs> here because she says something that we hear a lot uh, paul saying a lot which is a bit of a rocker <laughs> so that's funny a wee um, bit a
1: wee yeah. wee wee bit
3: yeah <laughs> <laughs> of course you can follow us on facebook you can follow me at, at christy bragg you can follow us at i've got a Beatles. and send us an email at i've got a Beatles
1: podcast at hotmail.com
3: we'll take suggestions too if you got a great suggestion for the episode or something not not saying we'll definitely do it but hey, we we love ideas.
1: Absolutely, and it's a new year. It's twenty twenty. It's new year. And, uh, so we're... great
3: time to give us some fresh ideas. If 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 you like, there's some something you really want to us to cover. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, we'll consider it for sure. Uh, we love communicating with you guys. Uh, Dave's a little bit better at communicating on, <laughs> on Facebook than I am, but, uh, you know, <laughs> it's all good.
1: It's all good. Yeah. And if you, if you totally disagree with something we've said in an episode and want us to explain it, we'd be happy to do that in an episode as well. So
3: yeah, uh, it's well, always fun. you guys have, you, you have, guys to. <laughs> have disagreed <laughs> yes. over, the, over the years. Many of you have disagreed and we, we accept all disagreements. Yes. So.
1: And thank you even for listening to our final song today. <laughs> Making it through. <laughs> Linda's That's right a bit of a rocker here, so thanks for listening and we'll go out with Linda McCartney, Wings, and Cook of the House.
0: I'd like to introduce you now. What'd you say? Hey I'm going to introduce you to my Mrs. R Lim.
2: Thanks a lot. That sounds good. This one's all about chips and haggis and the cook of the house. Bit of a rocker!